I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes. Yay. Okay. Are we good now? <laughs> yes, we are actually, we are in, we are recording. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like bone tired, just by the way. Just wanted to Same. That. Yeah. But so I'm... let's jump on in. Welcome to Motherhood on Tap, the podcast for mamas who laughed their way through the struggles of quarantine. <laughs> ah, good one. Ba-ba-boom. I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. And we are painfully tired. Yeah. Who knew working from home and taking care of your children? And it's currently 10.20 p.m. as we record this. Woohoo! On, like, week eight of being home. I just think of that gif of the old lady from Titanic. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Um, so I apologize if this sounds different slash not as good as our normal sound quality. I am currently recording from the guest bedroom of my parents' house where I'm currently staying with the kids and Pamela is recording from inside her closet. My closet. Although yours will probably sound pretty good because you got all the sound absorbing clothing around you. Do I? Do I? Oh, I, well, you know, my husband's pile is on the other side, so that's like good absorbency right there. Dude, when you <laughs> sent me the picture of the pile, it's like you have to see what it, I live with. <laughs> it literally knocked the wind out of me for a hot second. When I refer to it as a pile, it is the pile. I mean, people don't believe me till they see it, and they're like, "What?" And you're like, "No, really." No, really. Great not. And and your response back of girl with the shock emo- like, emoji. Oh, oh, oh girl. Ooh. I had like tears in my eyes laughing so hard. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sabrina's like, mommy, what are you laughing at? I'm like, nothing. Mommy's just getting through the best she can. Yeah, I'm, I really am. Like um, props to the women and and men out there that can work homeschool and keep it all together and still like bake cookies and shit because that's not me (laughs) yeah I I have like a whole lot of guilt that I keep dealing with because I feel like I'm struggling and I'm aware of the fact that I have a much better setup than a lot of people do where you know I'm the reason my kids and I are staying at my parents place in Burlington is specifically so they can help take care of them during the day while I'm telecommuting. And my husband would be here also, but he has to drive back and forth because he still actually has to go into work a few days a week because he's an essential employee. So he generally comes here on weekends. um, And he started also trying to come if he, when his, whenever his off days are or his work from home days are during the week. So it's a lot of people juggling kids. So, you know, in theory, I'm doing way better than the people who are trying to do the exact same thing I'm doing, but don't have anyone to help them. And I'm already feel like I'm mentally struggling. I don't know how you guys are doing it. I mean, you still have to feed Riley and stuff. I mean, there's probably certain parts of the day where your mom and dad are like, hey, we need your help with this. Surprisingly, no. My especially my mom, she's very much a like, all right, I got the torch, I'm running with it. Yeah. Like I was even talking to her earlier today about 
hey, you know, in a couple of weeks, there's a chance I might be getting, you know, called back into work, you know, why don't we start making plans for when the kids and I leave? And she's like, no, like, and not just like the cute way you're supposed to do it when someone says they're leaving. She's like, oh, no, legitimately, you're not leaving. I'm like, (laughs) well, I have to go back to my job. Go back to my job. I know it's been exhausting for them, but at the same time, I know that they're really treasuring this extra time with their grandkids and stuff. Yes. Yes. I'm sure it is. For me, I went solo. Well, like the first, I can't remember if it was the first two or three weeks. Um, Mark was a while. It seemed like he was able to be home. His schedule didn't pick up. And then like it does every spring, uh, just oh, like yeah, that. the portion where he was still home. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. What about. So he was helping with the homeschool and all this stuff, and I was just plugging away working. And then all of a sudden, boom, his busy season started. And yeah, I went like three weeks of just me trying to homeschool and take care of all three of them and work. And mm-hmm. I had like four projects, literally. I'm going to refer to them as projects because I don't want to put out there what I'm doing now. But I I had the due dates, like, literally back-to-back. Like, one was due one day, and another one was due, like, two days later, and so on mm-hmm. and so on. So, I went to work, and I was like, we need our babysitter, at least. I need to see if she's free. Like, can, are you cool with her babysitter coming over? Mm-hmm. And he said, if she's free, yeah, I think I'll be all right with that. I said, because I can't do this anymore. And so she has helped me the last two weeks, but she's on vacation right now because the Mm -hmm. beach, she's a college student, poor thing. Her freshman year got switched from on campus to online. And um, so she's like, I'm going to the beach for the, she was here Monday and then she went left. Was today Wednesday? Yeah. She left (laughs) yesterday for the beach. I forget what day of the week it is. Uh, Same. I don't know. There are no day markers anymore. No, the girls ask me all the time, like, what day is it? And I'm like, I don't know what day was yesterday. (laughs) Like, let's look at the calendar. (laughs) Um, What does my watch tell me? Hmm. So the plan right now is she is going to watch them for the next two weeks to the end of May. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to wait and see how phase two of the opening of our state goes and mm-hmm. I'm really hoping for June first to be able to put them back into daycare. But she's got a part time job. She's starting mm-hmm. at the hospital June eighth. So Yeah. Whether or not it's gonna happen. And I'm gonna miss them. I know I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry so bad. I love yeah. my we've my all gotten so used to being around each other all the time. It's I mean, Even though it's so, going to be nice to get some relief, it'll be like, oh, it feels like a little chunk of me is not here. Yeah, and Sabrina will still be with me. It'll just be her little sisters. I love Aurora. She drives me nuts. She is that mm-hmm. meme of Dory going, you know, oh, look, mom, mom's last nerves. I want to touch it. And, I want to touch it. And then the angry, scary fish pops out into the light. Yeah, I'm that mom. Um, and Aurora's still touching it. <laughs> She's like, what? Scary. Ding, 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 ding. And Sabrina's like, don't make mommy mad. And she's all like, hey, hey. 
every I think of that cartoon where there's like a ba- an old banjo with one string left on it and there's like dang, oh yeah dang 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 dang, dang. dang. yeah <laughs> exactly that's me and Brianna is glued to me now. And she's at that phase mm-hmm. of like uh, separation anxiety slash I haven't seen you like within a week. So you're a stranger to me again kind of thing. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Except like, it's only been 20 seconds. Yeah, kind of like that. Like um, we, we have been having a few family get togethers. And the very first one we had after like maybe four or five weeks of not seeing each other she like freaked out seeing my mom and um, my mom had her wig on so that's Mm -hmm. why and and her glasses and she freaked out over my sister she didn't remember them she remembered my dad like oh there's papa I can handle papa um so I just took her a little bit so I have a feeling I'm gonna have to like take her to daycare maybe a day or two before she starts just so she can gets re-familiar yeah, see their faces and gets to you know because even at the doctor for her nine month well check she she was good when they were on the other side of the exam room when mm-hmm. the doctor came closer to her she freaked out and when I mean freak out mm. I mean like screaming arms coming towards me like mommy holy thing yeah she's glued to me she wants mama Mama, mm. mama. And I love it because I, I, I've told, like, I, like, I've been doing therapy virtually still, and I've told mm-hmm. a few people as well. I never got this opportunity when my other two were this little to have yeah. this much time with them. And so I've been trying to cherish it, trying. Mm-hmm. When I'm in the middle of trying to finish this email that's very crucial for me to get out, and I have to get up and feed her again. It, it kind of, you know, I try to remember I don't get this. I'm not going to have this much time left. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to just really cherish it. It's hard yeah. though, because yeah, I can't, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I have to explain why it's hard, but yeah, no, we get it. We all get it. <laughs> I know. And then a part of me is like, thank, I mean, the other day I was holding her and I was like, thank God you're my last one. <laughs> Oh, man. Quarantine has confirmed that I should have only been a mother of three. Because if I had another one, I think I'd lose my mind. For a split second, I thought you were going to say she'll mm. mother of two. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Which one are you returning? The other day, I got mad at Aurora, and I was like, I'm going to put you outside. I only want these two. Aww. Sabrina was like, no. Oh, Sarah, if you only knew what she has done while we're in quarantine. I can't even begin to imagine. I could share all kinds of fun stuff. As I like to, as I've started saying in the last few days, Daisy is very too, like right now. Oh, yay. Very, very too. She arguing with you? She argues. She's, and again, some of the stuff I can't tell if it's just, you know, (laughs) the normal two-year-old development that she's going through where they start pushing back more and testing boundaries. But I think also some of it's probably just some anxiety from she's old enough to tell that something is different and like we're spending all this time in Nana and Papa's house and she like hasn't been in a car for like a month and she's old enough to know something's different but not old enough for us to really explain what's happening or why it's happening. 
So I'm sure it's just a lot of really, a lot of confusion. And on top of that, she's used to being around kids her age and having that actual interaction. And as much as we all try to have fun with her, it's, I know it's, it's not the same. And her little brother's too little to play with. And I'm sure that that's just, she just wants her friend. She just wants someone her age to play with. Oh, I know. Sabrina wants to do some of her schoolwork, but then uh-huh. she also wants to be a six-year-old and, like, go to her room and, like, read a book. And she has a bunch of, like, word searches and do things like that. But Aurora wants to play dress-up and do make-believe, and mm-hmm. she misses her friends. And it's kind of similar to Daisy, like, that age group. It's just they need socialization. Yeah. And when they're so used to being around their friends and then suddenly their their friends aren't there. But Aurora's a lot a little bit older, so she understands. She calls everything the virus. When the virus goes away, when the virus <laughs> stops, can we go to the beach? When the virus yeah, so, goes away, can I see my friends? So is it does Aurora understand pretty well what's happening and why it's happening? She doesn't understand why. She understands that lots of people are getting sick and we can all get very sick really easily and really quickly. And we need to stay home as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And before she used to not want to wash her hands. She used to not want to take a bath. She used to fight us. It used to be Mm -hmm. brutal. And now it's like wash her hands all the time. And bath time is not terrible anymore. So maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. Silver um, lining. Yeah, Sabrina gets it, but mm-hmm. she's angry. She's trying to be, I mean, I think she really is an old soul. Like, she really mm-hmm. is trying to understand, but literally everything's being taken away from her. And I'm trying not to tear up to talk about that, but. Yeah, because it's like, hard to see your kids in pain when they don't fully understand why they're going through what they're going through. Yeah, and she loved her teacher. She loved, which she's still in contact, you know, like we do mm-hmm. virtual meetups. And I'm trying to do the best I can with the homeschool. I sent her an email and I was like, look, I'm home alone with these three kids and working. So you're going to get if the house isn't burned down. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to get maybe a assignment this whole time. But believe me, she's. She is reading to her little sisters and she's writing in her journal, like her own thoughts. So she's trying and I try to do math with her and stuff, but she's really upset because it's like school's taken away. And because school was taken away, so was her Springfield trip, her Mm -hmm. show. She actually had made something for her art show and that got canceled. Um, A couple other like activities at school. And then dance, she's been doing, both of them have been doing virtually. And now they said they're probably going to have to do a virtual recital where Mm -hmm. if the younger ones will have to get dressed up, hair and makeup and dance at home through Zoom and they'll Mm -hmm. somehow like splice it all together. And hopefully the older girls can go into the studio like one at a time. One, mm-hmm. like each class and film them and then they'll put it online for family to view and uh there were tears she threw a doll across the room which I couldn't yell at her about that because that would have been me if any of my 
dance. It doesn't matter how old I was, if I was three years old or 17 years old, if any of my dance performances got canceled or scaled back like that, I would have been devastated. So she, I mean, she has cried when I said that school was not going to reopen for the rest of the year. She cried. I mean, and I, I don't know what to say to her. I just hug her and I'm like, I know this is hard and I wish I knew what to say. And she's like, it's okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. You can be mad. So when she threw the doll, I was like, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Sorry to tear up. I just, it's hard because I can't make it up to her. I don't know how. And the other hard thing too is I feel like it's easier to go through a hard time when you know what the end point is going to be. Yes. Like as hard as it is when you're going through pregnancy or something like that, you know that, okay, this is when, you know, the physical discomfort and pain are going to end. And I'm going to have a sweet little baby. And we're going to have a sweet little baby. And even though it's totally worth all the sacrifices that everyone is making right now, we don't know when this is going to end. We can't, and we can't tell her, you know, okay, on this day, stuff's going to go back to normal and we can go to the beach then. We can go on vacation. We can go to restaurants. We don't know. Yeah. So it's the indefiniteness that also adds a layer of stress to this whole thing. At least for me, it does. Yeah, it does for me too. And also like camp is also iffy, which I, I was just about to sign her up for summer camp. And then all this happened and I didn't and I waited and I'd been waiting. And I guess the final decision with the why is coming next Monday. And she mm-hmm. was and she told me she's like, if if there's no camp, I'm I'm gonna be really mad, Mom. And I and I said, Okay, well we'll work through it. I already have like plan C and plan I mean plan B and plan C in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of weeks with my mom maybe and my cousin and her cousin my nephew or uh work out some play dates if some of her friends parents are cool with that like just a day yeah I was I was just thinking I feel like they need to work out a system where everyone every house can have a buddy house (laughs) like that's the one group of people you can mix and mingle with and you can work it out so that you know it's kids of similar ages or parents who are friends with each other too but just it's like okay it's a little bit of social interaction but you're still kind of keeping your social circle contained yeah like I feel like that would do so much for everyone's mental health I think so I mean I am grateful for zoom and everything so I can see people Mm -hmm. and facetiming and whatnot at least we have a big backyard they can run and play and um, I mean, it, people who live in tiny apartments in like New York City and stuff. I couldn't. How? I couldn't. I work with How? some people like that and they're just like, we're trying not to kill each other. <laughs> I work Oof. with the people and it's like they have just small little apartments. And, you know, unfortunately, that's one of the hotbeds is those major cities. And so it's. Yeah. Anytime we're on a call, I'm on a call with them. You can hear the ambulances just going over and over and over. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, at the beginning, they thought this was fun. Like, yay, we get to spend more time together. And now it's mm-hmm. like, when are we going to go to the beach? And Aurora, I feel her. She's she's my child for sure. Because she's like, I miss Mexican. <laughs> Girl, same. 
And I said, well, we could get it to go. And she truly like hung her head and was like, but it's not the same. I want to socialize at the Mexican restaurant. Oh, she totally socializes. And she wants like the fresh cheese dip. I was like, well, mommy could go get the cheese. And she's like, you don't make it the same way. (laughs) You don't do it right. Kind of as my very teeny tiny way of uh, thanking my parents for letting us crash here and use all their resources and food and do 5,000 loads of laundry because Riley spits up on everything. Uh, Like once a week, I'll cook dinner for everyone. And then on another night, I'll pick up carry out from somewhere. So we're slowly doing the rotation of of our favorite restaurants in Burlington. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that a Panera opened up about 15 Mm -hmm. minutes from here, 10, 15. Oh, good. And they're still doing carry out? Oh, yeah. They're doing... You can either do drive through or I downloaded the app and you can download on the app and you can select like, I want my order ready ASAP. And then you mm-hmm. show up and you click I'm here. And mm-hmm. like when you were ordering, you put in the description of your car and everything and you're just nice. like, I'm here and they'll come I'm out here. and bring it to you. I know you don't even have to go inside anymore. They don't want you to go inside anymore. Although pet yeah. peeve is one of those moments of like, Mm, so close. You had one job to do and you're not doing it right. I went to, I ordered from some steakhouse or something like that. I won't say which one because I don't want to badmouth it or whatever. Um, I pull up and it wasn't the person who was helping me, but it was someone who was helping the next car over. She had her mask on. She walks up, the person rolled down the window. She takes the mask off of her nose and mouth to say, hi, honey, what can I get for you? Palm to forehead. What was the point of the mask? I know. Do, do you not see what the problem is with the situation? Some people. I mean, I get it. I mean, the times that I have gone out and I wore my mask as a full eyeglass wearer, it is a pain in the butt. Yeah, same. But I have found that if you put the mask on first and mm-hmm. kind of like fold it around your nose really well and then put your glasses on and like have, make sure it's tucked underneath then mm-hmm. the breath won't fog everything up right have you been the the grocery store person for your household um or have you been ordering online i wasn't for a while until mark was like i am not going to the grocery store anymore (laughs) um well i couldn't order online like the first four or five weeks like every place had no time right like no time available and i kind of got miffed because here i was like for years people being like how lazy are you ordering groceries online like getting so much flack from people and it's like oh now it's a cool thing i still say you're not hanging out with the right people if they give if they think that you using a very useful and efficient system is you being lazy i'm not saying i'm hanging out with them i'm just i may have worked with some of these people <laughs> anyway so yeah. now a couple of the stores I guess they hired more people, so there's more slots. So I've been ordering as necessary. And I also signed up for the produce box, the local produce box. Mm -hmm. I heard something like before the pandemic, 
the online ordering for most grocery stores, it made up like 5% or less of their total business. And now it's jumped up to like 10 to 15%, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's huge. It's like, that's doubling or tripling what they've been doing before. Yeah. It would be higher if they had the capacity for it. Yeah. And, but the reason I ask if you were still, if how you're doing your grocery shopping, because I haven't gone out a ton because, again, my mom's doing most of the shopping right now. But when I do, there are two groups of people. There are the people who have the masks on, the gloves on, and they're, like, hardcore staying away from other people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other group of people who have no mask on, no PPE whatsoever, and are, like, reaching over you to get something mm-hmm. off. And I'm just looking at them like, this wouldn't be okay behavior even if there wasn't a pandemic going on. Like, yeah. why are you all up in my space? Boundaries, man. I'm Boundaries. not okay with it. Well, I went to Target this past weekend. And mm-hmm. that was after the whole phase one of reopening. Mm-hmm. And Target was packed. Oh, I bet. And the other times I had been to Target in the past weeks, they had been limiting people going in, which was fabulous. It was like uh-huh. the first time I'm in Target without my children. And I can't look at anything. I can't touch anything. I just got to get food yeah. and cleaning products. It sucked, but it was still kind of like la da 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 da. I was like, skipping down the aisles. Do, 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 do. Oh, it was nice. But, um, but this time they were packed. And Target, I thought, was really smart because they had labeled like arrows. They were trying to get people to the most uh, frequent aisles anyway. Mm-hmm. To get them to flow so, just one direction. Yeah, just one direction. So that way you can keep the six feet. And then, of course, you had people who weren't following it. And there would be employees every now and then if they caught somebody, they would be like, please come this way. Don't go that I was way. the person at the grocery store who totally did not see or pick up on the arrow system so i apologize to everyone else for being that person well i mean i i went down a couple of times wrong and i was like whoops sorry and i went back the right way and i mean you're not used to it i get it no but there was this angry woman she was just like this is stupid this is stupid why are these people wearing masks this is stupid like she and i under my mask just glared at her Because, and I'm going to say this, and I know I I have found that in this pandemic that I have lots of friends that are conspiracy theorists. And I'm not going to. It's really concerning, isn't it? It is. I'm not going to get into that right now. No. All I'm going to say is I have high blood pressure. I take a medication that, that lowers my immunity because of it. Mm -hmm. Um. Also, I have severe sinus issues to the point where, like, I have an inhaler because I get so congested, I cannot breathe, period. Right. I don't want this shit. I don't want you breathing on me. I, you know, forget, like, I mean, of course, I also want to keep my kids healthy and my husband healthy, but I don't want this. Yeah, you in particular are (laughs) more vulnerable than the average person. I'm very high risk. And then I have a mother who's also, she has like no immunity, still doing chemotherapy. So 
I guess the reason I was glaring at her was like, you don't know who that person is beside you. Like you don't yeah. know who they're going home to. You don't know who that you're, you just don't know. And like, what's wrong with having some compassion? Yeah. It's, it's about way more than, than you. And the funny thing is like, I'll admit there was a period where back before I really understood the severity of this, I was just, I, I can remember distinctly saying to people like, I don't get what the big deal is. I mean, just wash your hands and, you know, oh, I was touch your way. face and don't touch other, and it'll be fine. Like quit freaking out. But I'm like, Oh, okay. I better understand what the actual scope of this is. And now I'm adjusting my behavior. It's so I'm not going to, Hey, I might've even made statements on this podcast of like, Oh yeah, it's not a big deal. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I know better now. Yeah. Oh no, I was the same way. I was like, we're going to like, just, I mean, a part of me even thought like, we're going to shut in for like three weeks and like the virus will die out and it'll be no big deal. Yeah. It'll go past the patient period. It's good. Yeah. And I was like, we're, you know, I I mean, I totally did the America thing. It's America. Well, we keep ourselves clean. We have a good medical system. And then it was like, Mm, yeah seeing legit news stories and not just one-sided news stories and listening to podcasts with medical experts explain what this virus does to a person yeah even like the um what what do they call it mild symptoms the mild symptoms sound horrible to me still (laughs) like yeah just Having like a hundred and three fever alone, I don't want that. Yeah, and like a cough that just won't go away. I mean, yeah, I read even if you don't get to the point where you're, where you're not on a on a ventilator, there's still so much bad crap that leads up to that. I mean, if you think about when you've had, if the last time you had the flu, if it's if it, if you can remember that far back, I remember it was I think it was like five years ago. Oh, it was. I, miserable. it still like took all my energy to go shower once I, even after the fever broke. So all your energy to go, just go use the bathroom. Yeah. So I can't, yeah, I can't Mm. imagine. So, I mean, for people that are naysayers or whatever, I'm just like, well, I'm in, I'm not comfortable. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not comfortable. So I'm going to wear a mask and that's okay. And if you don't think it's that big of a deal and you don't want to wear a mask. Have you seen the news stories with people who are threatening to boycott stores that are requiring people to wear masks to enter like some of the big box stores and things like that? I haven't seen that. My mom told me, I can't remember what state it was in, but somebody, a woman came into like a McDonald's or something and they were Mm -hmm. like, you need to. Like, I guess they handed her a mask and was like, please wear this while you're ordering. And she shot them, like took a pistol out and just shot them. Yeah. Whoa, that escalated quickly. What the hell? I thought you were going to say she like yelled at them or something. Holy shit. She shot them for a mask. I know, Sarah. Trust me. (laughs) Why? That's totally, I I mean. people. I don't either. Or just get like, I, I don't, I don't know. Holy shit. Did, but yeah, I did, did see that about, survive? Like, I guess so. I guess it wasn't that. It wasn't a serious wound. 
I haven't seen the news story. She was just telling me. I was, I want to say it was Georgia, but I could Um, be wrong or Florida. Of all the things in the world to be upset about right now, like really the mass thing is what you're, is the hill you're going to die on. (laughs) Literally in this case. How you put that, the hill you're going to die on. (laughs) I mean, seriously, there are people who are, literally dying of a very contagious virus there are people who are trapped at home with their domestic abusers and don't have a good way of getting help right now there are people who don't have proper access to medical care but yes or the people best thing don't have are really going to get hung up on yeah there are people that don't have any food like there's kids that are i mean yeah. i I live in a, we live in, well, you're in Burlington right now, but we live in a county that like half of the county is extremely impoverished. I mean, yeah, there there's food sites. Where, where their next paycheck is going to come from. There are people who, yeah, who, like you said, don't know how they're going to feed their families. This yeah. Week. But damn it. Sarah, yeah. You're but damn it. If you had to put a, put a GD mask on your face. <laughs> and I, I saw someone was like, you know, well, you know, if they require me to wear a mask, I, I best explain them to provide one or whatever i'm like well yeah they require you to wear a shirt and shoes but they don't provide those for you either i know it's it's this situation is bringing up both the best and the worst that humanity has to offer right now i like the good stories i've been too i've been unfollowing a lot of people <laughs> like unfollow i follow them i follow like oh my news feed is nothing but babies and dogs and kitties it's so great you're like (laughs) this is this is all we're getting back to what what social media was originally made for i know it's like political rant unfollow and and as i say political rant i mean on either side i don't same i i admit i've posted a few things but i try to post more of like Yours are lighthearted. Food for thought, kind of. Well, your food for thought is, I like, spot on. It's not telling me what I should think. Yeah, I try to present, like, here's something you might not have thought about this. Or here's, you know, for me personally, here's why I support this. You know, you may choose to agree or to, you know, disagree with me kind of thing. Or it's something that I feel so passionately about that, yes, this is the hill I'm willing to die on. Well, there's just not about mess. <laughs> yeah, not about a mask. I'm not going to shoot you over that. But uh, you know, I remember what else we were talking about when we were talking about the severity of the virus. You, have you heard of this young lady? I want to say she's 20 or 21 in North Carolina, and she's had the virus for over I want to say like over 50 days now, and she's oh, had wow. a fever, a fever this whole time. And they were saying like she sleeps twenty hours out of the day. She's completely literally. How is this poor poor thing still alive? Wow. Yeah, like she's. I think her she's at her parents' house, but she's self isolated, so she really like minimal contact. Yeah, yeah. So like they kind of like leave food for her and stuff, but Mm -hmm. she sleeps pretty much all day and had a fever. I need to check up on it and see if she ever got better, but. Yeah, and they and they can't figure out why at least the fever hasn't broken. I'm wondering if if it's either triggered some kind of other underlying issue or if she already had some sort of pre existing condition that she didn't know about and it Yeah. Yeah, they like each other. Well and again, I not think, a medical professional, but it just makes me no. curious. 
Hold on, I'm gonna find it. So you go uh, the, the story. Yeah. Well, I want to find out where it was. If I can distract you with a more optimistic note, um, yes. I started asking just people in my life whenever we truly do get back to whatever normal life is after this. You know, once businesses are pretty much all open, once people are going back to work and mm-hmm. you know, school and everything else, once that world is reestablished. What's the thing you're most looking forward to? A vacation. Anywhere in particular? Um, I would be happy to go. I, I haven't seen the beach in over a year. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the beach and put my feet in the sand and just lay on the beach. Hopefully I can take my once in a lifetime nap on the beach listening mm-hmm. to the waves. Crash. That sounds spectacular um promise the girls were like we're gonna go to the beach we're gonna go to the zoo we're gonna go to the mountains like we're that family and i'm planning it i'm like sacking because i mean i'm I'm not going anywhere that calendar so well i'm stacking the cash into the savings for it i'm just like that too so i'm just like (laughs) it's so money 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 i'm like we're gonna do it girls it makes my heart happy that you say vacation because that's the thing I keep daydreaming about. What but, are you going to do when you get up? I, I don't know. And it's hard to picture just because we don't know what, I know I'm talking about, you know, the the future, future, future state where everything's open. But honestly, I'd love to go somewhere, you know, later the summer or in the fall, but I don't know what is going to be open or what the travel restrictions are going to be. Um, I because I've been in Burlington and Matt's been in Clayton, I'm really wanting some time just the two of us to really reconnect because we're neither of us are great phone people. So we've been FaceTiming a fair amount, especially so that he can see the kids and that kind of thing, but it's not the same. We're both much more we're much better at connecting in person and spending time together. And sorry for the overshare, but we really haven't been intimate a lot in the last few months just because I was recovering from giving birth and then we were tired and exhausted from the kids and then we left. You don't have to overshare. I mean, it's the it's, truth. Yeah. And so I think we've maybe had sex three times since Riley was born. No. And he's like five months and he's literally five months old now. I kind of feel like that's how we've been since Brianna was born. And it's hard. I mean, when you're just trying to keep your sanity and you're exhausted all the time, it's hard to have to be in the mood for that kind of thing. And plus, when he's here, it's still that whole thing of mm, right down the hall from your parents. Like, we, yes, it's kind of awkward. I can't imagine. So, I just, you know, having some time to both reconnect as a couple and also just, you know, have some sexy time with my husband. But I also am daydreaming about, you know, going to the beach with the kids or just going back out and even just like taking the kids to go see family and stuff like that. You know, Daisy loves being around my extended family and Matt's extended family and getting to see everybody. Yeah, like I'm an introvert and I love some good alone recharge time, but I'm I'm good. I'm recharged. (laughs) You are now the Energizer Bunny. You're just going to be ready. I'm going <laughs> to Energizer Bunny drumming on. Um, Drive. So to scare you. Oh, dear. I just Googled like 
person shot for asking to wear a mask. So, mm-hmm. um, as like a ton of search results. No. Being there are multiple shot instances? Threat. There's multiple instances. So, um, uh, why? But the one that pops up the most is the security guard. This must be what my mom was saying. They've arrested the father and son. So it wasn't a lady. I love my mom, but details kind of get lost on her. She just kind of gets the gist of it. Um, gets the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> uh, she was killed. They were uh, they killed the security guard last Friday because um, he wouldn't. They wouldn't put on a mask. This was a family dollar. The security guard was trying to get was telling them to put a mask on. Yeah, so they killed him. I'd heard in passing about a security guard getting killed over something to do with the mask, but wow, why are uh, again? They're not saying that you can't shop there that they're they're not denying you to do business they're just saying find something to put over the bottom half of your face yeah so the security guard told a woman you you know you need to put on a mask and i guess these people these guys know her and they went and shot him for a mask and the other thing that scares me too and i i briefly mentioned that you know even as other crime is going down right now domestic violence is through the roof just because yeah trapped at home with their abusers and it's hard to it's hard to call for help in that situation because you literally don't have any privacy or any space to yourself but the other thing is at the beginning of the quarantine like in the few days or weeks before businesses were really closed down Mm -hmm. a lot of people went out and purchased firearms yeah I remember. And so it's a lot more people who either have additional firearms or have never had firearms before who do now. And this is not to get into the whole gun debate thing. Like, you know, I've shot guns all my life. I think they're a great thing to have if you use them safely and if you use them for sport, that kind of thing. But going out and stockpile, the kind of person who goes out and stockpiles weapons before something like a quarantine goes into place that person terrifies me. Yeah. It, what situation are you anticipating that you are saying, yes, I need something that I can shoot another individual with? Makes me I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, like, what areas where they surged at, but I can tell you from my husband's perspective, he would be like, oh, good. I've got time on my hands. I can go out back and shoot the target. <laughs> I don't know about other people, though. But he was already a gun owner, right? Oh, yeah, we have a ton. Locked up in a safe. The five and dime and getting a whole bunch of pseudo assault rifles. I would like to say that, you know, for any listeners that feel concerned, there are safes and all of the guns are in safes. Yes. The one that is near our bed, it only opens by fingertips to Mm -hmm. my husband and mine, I think. And then the other one, it's by passcode and only I have that. Not even him. He doesn't mm-hmm. remember it. <laughs> That's why he got the finger one. Because <laughs> he couldn't remember. There's a giant safe in our garage hidden away. So with all his sporting rifles. Sporting mm-hmm. rifles. So girl, is there anything I can do to help you right now? Or make life mentally or... No, just keep That's sending me hilarious... Better. Just keep sending me hilarious gifts like you did that time where... I was describing how I don't know how long Aurora's been wearing the same pajamas 
Sabrina <laughs> hasn't done any schoolwork. There's like food all over the floor and you're, she sends me, I don't even know what show that's from, but it's like this dog character and there's fire all around it. And it's got like a cup of coffee and it's like, this is fine. <laughs> I, that's one of the, my most proud gift moments ever. It's like, oh. it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. This it's is fine. fine. I've been sending that emoji of Mr. Krabs with the one eye twitching to people a lot lately. Yeah, that's mine. I'm doing. Yeah, lots of people have been checking in on me and asking me how I'm doing. And the the Mr. Krab eye twitch has been common. Everything hurts and I'm dying. Pretty much. The other day, I still, I pump a lot. That's how Riley feeds mostly these days. Um, So I've got little bottles of breast milk in the fridge. And so... A lot of time, what I'm reaching for in the fridge is breast milk. The other day, I started reaching for breast milk, and I almost started pouring it on my cereal just because I was just in, like, autopilot mode. No, no. No, no, no. Let's rewind a little bit. I'm not tired. You're tired. Mm. I'm tired. Oh, sh- I'm tired. I was actually going to see if you wanted to wrap this up. I think, I think that's bed. a good idea. Yeah. I'm glad we got to talk and catch up a little bit, though. Oh, yeah, me too. I wish it was, we didn't have to record so dang late, but, you know, kids yeah. go to bed sometime. I look forward to, another thing I look forward to is us actually recording together again. Yeah, drinking together in person. Yeah. I wanted to drink a beer right now, but I missed my pump time earlier today, so I need to go pump whenever this is over, and I didn't want to be buzzed. I understand. My, my boobs are bulging. Oh, dear. All right, lady, I love you. Stay love you. healthy, you okay? All right, you too. You yes. are beloved mama. Stay safe and stay healthy out there too. We love you and we're all in this. We're all in this together. Ignore you now. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. And don't shoot people over a GD mask. Holy if God. you don't want to wear it, it's fine. Just stay home. Just go somewhere else. All right. All right. Love you, lady. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next time. time.